1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Supported by thegeldenden.com. To browse and buy vintage lead shirts, player-signed prints, and classic memorabilia, go to thegeldenden.com the square ball by the fans for the fans since 1989 to buy the magazine read the blog and to download the podcast visit the
2: squareball.net simple simon met a fat man going to his lair said simple simon to the fat man can i sign a player no you bloody can't said the fat man you're sacked. Hello and welcome to Podcast 44. I'm pleased to say we haven't dispensed with this coaching team. Uh, along with me is Michael. Hello. Moscow White. Hello. And Oddie. Hello. Issue 6 of our magazine went on sale for the Ipswich match. There's a handful of copies left if you want to get your hands on one of those. Issue 7 will be coming out for the Doncaster match. And if you can't make it to Elm Road, then get yourself a copy online at the squareball.net Okay, white watching is part one. Last day of January, this wasn't a good day, was it? Leeds United 1, Birmingham City 4.
0: The end for Simon. Not just the last day of January. The, dum last, dum da. <laughs> the last day of a lot of things.
3: We started so well as well. That's the best we've played first half. Yeah, for in a very long time. A long time. Because even though we've been winning games, we've been
4: starting slowly and waiting for them to have men sent off before <laughs> deciding to win. Um, but yeah, this one we should have been... Three up? Certainly, a, certainly a couple up within the first ten minutes or so and then you kind of did feel then, having missed those chances, we'd pay for it and we did
3: you think that
0: would be almost good enough, though, because I fully expected us to get hammered. And so to get yeah. to half-time, actually doing pretty well, because Birmingham have been banging form for ages and they're good. Because I think we were saying last week that it might show, even though we're only a couple of points behind them, they're in the playoffs. There's obviously a gap because they're... There's a big know, gulf between yeah. And They've just come down and they've got money and players and stuff. Yeah, so to get to half-time, 1-1. One, one. Good chances. leads going up. we mm. uh... <clears throat> stuff... It was very much the
2: characteristic collapse though, particularly at home. That goal goes in and then the defence folds, well, against the supreme tallness of a man who we identified as a threat last time, Zigic, scoring he's, he's awful. He's such
4: a shit footballer as well. <laughs> I, was, I blame myself slightly for his goals because the whole match I was calling him shit, which he is, but if we fail to mark him and he's massive and just has tappings, then I suppose he's going to score.
3: Well, I actually uh, left it one all so I'm not sure if that was uh, my fault or not, but... I a bit see, optimistic, wasn't <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Yeah, I'll take that, one <laughs> off Off we go to the pub. I could see it coming that we were just... Why? Were Why did one. you leave it, one off. <laughs> That's probably the more interesting thing. Um, I had to pick my daughter up. So rather than leave her stranded in the middle of nowhere, I had to leave her. What was she doing
0: in the middle of nowhere in the first place? Mm. <laughs> probably where I left her. <laughs> you can't make yourself out to be some great parent. I left my daughter in the middle of nowhere, but yeah. I decided to go and get her. Pick her up from the coalface. <laughs> you can't... You can't arrest me for that, officer.
3: (laughs) Anyways, by the time I got to the car, it was 2-1. By the time I got to town, it was 4-1. By the time I got home, I'm ready to uh,
0: slit my wrists. (laughs) You thought of that unpleasant. I was having a nice night, then I came and got you. She's bigger than you. and (laughs) Is she bigger (laughs) than Nicola? No. I mean, when you look at the timings of that freak's goal, 61, 64, 68, it's 10 minutes of just a circus act. That's what undid it
4: I'm fed up of crap strikers scoring loads of goals against us as well oh. because you know for a fact that he's not going to score four goals in probably the rest of his career Parkin I said yeah. that when, when Zigic went down injured I said I bet they're going to bring John Parkin on even though he doesn't play for them <laughs> somehow Has he Gale scored? found his way on
3: eight this season and five against us yeah yeah the
0: Leeds. Oh, one was like against
2: Rehobka, so that doesn't count. Well, Simon Grayson, God rest his soul, um, said after the game that he thought it was men against boys. Was that the sound of a, a dead man walking who knew that I think his time was up?
4: Does he expect our our boys to keep growing? Because that was part of the problem. I think was the height.
0: Three of his goals have just the reasons he scored them well because he's very tall. N- nothing else to say about Nikola Zigic, and then the the. Second, where A.D. White was bewitched by Burke. It seemed to take ages for Burke to actually beat White. It took so long, I think everybody just kind of stopped and just folded around, I was just watching like our defenders probably nudging each other. Like, Have you seen this? It's bloody hell. Come over here and watch this. <laughs> Do you think he'll beat him? It's going on forever. Oh, he's gone He's gone inside. Was that a nutmeg? Oh, no. Something. Uh, he could cross it. Oh, shit. Zigic just had the penalty area to, his, to himself. Surprised he didn't kneel down and head it. I don't like Zikic. He's
4: on 60 grand a week, if that makes us feel slightly better about us, about our own time That, to me, makes it structure.
0: worse, I think. Grayson kind of hinted towards that as well. He, it was like the first time he'd ever mentioned comparative playing budgets. And lo and behold, <laughs> see what happens. You say Candyman three times into the mirror. Ken Bates, Ken Bates, Ken Bates. And then In terms appears. of the football side of things, good goal from Ross McCormack... Yes, Yes. I can't digital. remember it now. He, <laughs> he controlled it. It came out of the sky like a... A
2: header from <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: no, like Zygic, you just dropped it. And he controlled it beautifully on his foot and then he just kind of scampered left, scampered right, even though there didn't seem to be anybody ah, for him to actually take it's on. come back to me. And then uh fired it into the bottom corner, which is always a little bit disappointing. Oh, top corners, the better place. The daisy cutters, there's only so much pleasure you can have in a, a daisy cutter. Plus... Because the um, angle of the cameras at Elland Road is, for some reason, it's not too low, but for some reason, it always looks a bit crap on the telly. And so, if you look, if you watch that goal back, it just looks a daisy cutter. Does not are, are you showing sure on LUTV? Yes, of course, it's TV Why is the pitch pixelated? I don't <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, you waxed the big square thing. <laughs>
2: the, yeah. So Roscoe's in a bit of good form. He's. Scoring plenty of goals. Becchio just seems to be off it at the minute. Doesn't seem to be able to hit his stride. I mean, I know he scored at Bristol, which we'll come on to. But prior to that, he's a little bit rusty. He had a good one-on-one with the keeper. About five minutes
4: in. He's not a one-on-one kind of player, though, is he? No. He's not the striker he wants to be in that position. You want him to be getting scraps around the six-yard box.
0: You remember Robbie Keane? His one-on-ones. Never used to bother watching. Do
2: you know what? <laughs> there were times yeah, there were times when he'd break through. The ball would be... <laughs> shoved through from the halfway line and he was in in the half on his own going down on the keeper and you thought, nope.
0: nah. Not really <laughs> and he never did. He never failed to disappoint.
2: <laughs> Very much the same sort of idea as Darren Huckabee. You just knew as soon as he yeah. broke from the halfway line, flag will be up.
0: Yeah. Offside goal kick. One or the other. And yeah, Becchio, yeah, you, you give him time to think, especially if his confidence doesn't appear to be all that great. Although his celebration against whoever it was the other week his sexy dancing didn't seem like the celebration of a man lacking confidence but perhaps sexual confidence doesn't translate into scoring
2: he's a cowboy so he's often. a latino gaucho isn't he cowboy
0: he's suggesting- man from the
2: plains pampas grass Argentina Falkland Islands let's not talk about that
0: <laughs> yeah so it was a bad resort, but I didn't quite think it was going to be the one that did end our managers can you call it a reign yeah I mean did he but- ever really reign was he ever regent
2: all change after this game, then. Obviously, Simon Grayson made way. Neil Redfern in charge of the sides. Redders, I believe Sc- he's called.
0: Scumfern, that's how you like to call him.
2: <laughs> uh, for the trip to Bristol. And a bit of a strange game, in a way, in the sense that we were pretty poor for the opener. As soon as they had the man sent off, we went in front, and it was plain sailing from that point onwards, really.
0: It's not that strange, in that it seems to have been the pattern for every single game we've played for the last six weeks, apart from Birmingham. Be a bit crap, wait till they have a player sent off.
2: Just think about how bad the remainder of the season's going to have to be to balance out all these red cards we're getting in our favour.
0: I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but someone suggested that it was uh, to balance out the last 40 years of anti-Leads <laughs> bias. Referees were getting it all in in one season.
4: It's a shame it's going to ultimately result in a mid-table championship finish and not, not going to be the points that would have won us a league or a cup somewhere along the way. Instead, just 12th place. Kabatian, Cemented. This,
0: this changes nothing. Well, at least we beat Bristol. We
3: did beat Bristol,
4: yeah. which just goes to show... Big spend in Bristol. Gets you absolutely no. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. they just sold their best player, are
0: not they? And then they lost 3 0. So mm, maybe there's another lesson maybe there. Maybe that's just something else. I'm not sure. It was handy that Maynard wasn't there. Again, we predicted that last week. We said Maynard probably won't be there by the time we got to play
2: them. We also discussed um, the length of Simon Grayson's tenure.
0: I'm glad you said tenure.
2: Last time we recorded, and it proved to be days, not weeks, <laughs> or months, or years indeed. So, you know, can't get them all right, can you? Stop no. the clock and all that. Interesting in terms of the propaganda war that followed Simon Grayson's sacking, uh, Peter Lorimer had picked up on his poor selections, and yet Redford only made the two changes. Uh, Smith came in for Thompson, didn't he? And Pew for Townsend. And we ultimately cantered to a 3-0 win.
0: So a little bit unfair, maybe, on Simon. Well, we could, we could do that bit now, because Lorimer was making the same point as Ken. Uh, surprising, no. surprise, surprise. <laughs> they, they were in accord, because... Bates had been moaning in his post, Grayson sacking speech about how we've conceded, we conceded more goals than any other club in the championship, and we've got three teenagers in the back four. We've reached as far as we can, and the present system isn't working. Um, and then he went on to say about uh, Redders, look how under his control the players have been coming through from the academy. We've got seven academy players now in our first team club, and that's a tribute to Redfern. It's like, well, and Lauren was saying the same thing, saying we've got a defence full of kids, and it's rubbish. and Redfern changed one player in defence. He brought in the player that Grayson brought in on loan. assume it was Grayson, or we'll put it, Grayson was allowed to bring in on loan. Adam Smith, who's, what, 20, 21, put him with the same other three that have been playing all the time. We keep a fucking
3: clean sheet. The other 21-year-old so. and 20-year-old with the 24-year-old. Yes.
4: It, it, yeah, so. I like how Ken classes people in their early 20s as teenagers
0: as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign of the man's age. We've got three teeny boppers, <laughs> <laughs> one of them bringing his Victrola onto the pitch, dancing to the latest sharp hits.
2: I think they refer to it as a hit parade,
0: actually. They're too busy doing the twist.
2: Back to the football match. Bit of a boring first half where we were probably the inferior team, to be honest, in this game.
0: It would appear so. Yeah, there was nothing really, nothing really going on and then it all just sparked into life at the end. A goal and a sending off and... Um, I, I another sending, another off. sending off. Well, that, that came second. M- McCormack is in good form. He set up Snodgrass, but he's throwing himself around and whinging when their player was getting sent off was a little bit. He never got as far as actually doing the old waving a card thing, but he was. Striding around the pitch with his arms in the air, going, I was through. I was the last man. Pointing the referee was kind of going, Yes, I know I'm going to send him off, but I was through. How could he? But this is okay, us, it's a goal. <laughs> it's a fucking outrage. What are you going to do about this? he would all seen a bit like Ross score. <laughs> Everyone it was, move. It was a massive temper tantrum, and I didn't really like to see it. I didn't mind so much when he scored the second goal, and, and he did,
4: was, and he did get him sent off, which is. Which helped <laughs> enormously. They were quite soft both of their sendings off, but they both probably were as well.
0: Well, it's interesting because it was um, Andros Townsend who got um, that lad sent off the other week against oh, Burnley, right. and then Adam Smith came in and got their player sent off against Bristol. So it just it's like special teams loan loan a player, yeah, loan a player from Spurs, get an opponent sent off and then drop them for Pew. It's a pattern, you know, it's working.
3: Their defence was pretty poor as well. They looked like we did at our worst sometimes.
0: And yet we could only score one past them when they had 11, and we needed to get them down to nine.
3: But for Becchio's goal, this seem to have all the time in the world, because McCormack had it for about 10 minutes, passed it to Becchio, took his time, and then smashed it into the net.
0: I liked that goal from Becchio. About 10 yards out, just yeah. leather it into the roof of the net. None of this sliding it across the floor in, inside the post like McCormack does. Hit the fucker. <laughs> and what he also played that?
3: Peacemaker with uh, three of their defenders on think one of the disallowed goals. Was that Becchio? Yeah. Looking at know what um... he said.
0: <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable.
2: Uh, nice to see the Robbie Rogers on the bench wearing number six.
0: Yeah, not happy.
2: Not, what, with his shirt allocation. Yeah. Oh, I
0: don't like that either. No. Number six, Norman Hunter, Richard Naylor, similar Chris White. That's all right. The com. I bet he's going to come out on six.com. He'll put, there'll be merchandise. There'll be some, oh, it was the the number of the house where my mum was born. It was some get him in a proper If he's a winger, I mean, suppose Lloyd Sam's wearing 11 at the moment. They could share
4: it. Do what the rest of our first team do and pick a number between 25 and 48.
0: <laughs> yeah, how can he come swanning in and just get six?
4: Maybe because he's committed to stay for more than two months, which is if, what most of the rest of the team is. Is
0: uh, Was Smith given 14? If I remember correctly, is Housen so soon forgotten? But they just gave it straight to the next first fly by night Tottenham fullback. And a fullback wearing 14, it's Cruyff's number. Cruyff hausen That's who wears 14. <laughs> Not the right back.
2: Anyway, three points in the bag for that match after all that.
0: We were always going to win that game. Well, Bristol we felt are, we were. Bristol are we? rubbish.
2: Well.
0: We were always going to beat Bristol and we were always going to lose to Birmingham. So any extreme reactions to either of these results seem a little bit, you know, you just hope everybody took them calmly. Not swing wildly from one result to the other. Yeah, Ken Shocked took it, can't he. he sat after Birmingham. Ken didn't bloody see any of it, did he?
2: Anyway, it leaves us in ninth position. Two points off Birmingham and Middlesbrough, who are in the playoff positions. Not too bad going into this stretch of fixtures that's coming up. Redford We're going out. up.
4: There's a chance we will get back into the playoffs temporarily. But the temporarily bit is the important part of that sentence. <laughs> it's just we've got a run of easy games. Well, on paper, easy games. As I say before we lose them all, John carver winning his first game. It's a bit of a shame, really, if we just start winning now because we're playing poor teams. I feel a bit sorry for Grayson. He probably looked at this spell and thought, oh, we'll, we'll pick up some points there and it'll save my job.
2: Before we get on to the big news of the fortnight, which is Simon Grayson's departure, of course... Uh, we will talk about the other news items that have happened around Ellen Road and Thorpe Arch in the last couple of weeks. So, first one, Andy O'Brien, Lazarus-like recovery. He's back. Interesting how the timing of this fit very neatly around Simon Grayson's departure.
0: I, it was more the, um, the end of the transfer window that struck me about it because I was um, away most of Tuesday and I was uh, checking on my phone, see if any news would come up, see if we'd sign a player. And um, there was the rumours about Adam Smith, and then the leads are looking at so and so, and then big big announcement on the website: Andy O'Brien's back. Is he supposed to be like a new, dare we say it, signing? But it was it- a
4: good statement as well, to be fair to him, because they finished it off by saying, "So none of you get on his back." After the, <laughs> after the manager and the chairman have both publicly slagged him off, then they got right. So no support. We know what you lot are like. You're always complaining
2: about stuff, so just be nice to him now. Great to see that they said he deserves a second chance. It's like I didn't realise he'd blown his first chance officially, you know? I know there have been issues, but for goodness sake, if he has been treated for depression because of obviously pretty serious issues, then... can have a second chance not to get depressed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't you go getting fed up again. <laughs>
3: it, cheer up,
0: eh? Cheer up. <laughs> it sounds, I think, to be charitable towards the football club. I can only imagine he wasn't totally forthcoming at the time, which is That's understandable. Up, yeah, Maybe he didn't want to admit what was wrong with him, just said he didn't want to play, and the club, just Grayson and Bates, exploded. And it's interesting, if you look back, although there were the rumblings about like the tribunal date being set, after that initial burst of he's let us down, he's effectively resigned. It did, everything just went woof and it all just went quiet. And I'd imagine that would be around the point where he went to the sporting chance. I think and it's sort of also said,
4: around the point where the PFA got involved and were potentially looking at suing the club. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have been something to do with them winding their neck in a little bit as well. Although normally Ken doesn't mind people suing him. No. He's quite comfortable <laughs> with it generally. So I suppose it is a chance for him and we're not exactly overrun with top quality defenders. So.
0: Lee isn't a top quality, well, as suppose as he was... He was once. And well, that was one the, of well, the maddening things about that people couldn't understand. I couldn't understand. When he refused to play, his performance against Leicester, which he apparently had to be persuaded into, was brilliant. It's like looking like the best of Andy O'Brien. Yeah. And so it all seemed very strange that he would then not want to. So if you can pull that out of the bag when he barely wants to play, perhaps when he's back to fitness again and, uh, and is back into it again, maybe he'll be good again.
2: Easy to say with hindsight, but the lesson is obviously keep issues in-house do he's, you think keep your mouth well, shut Ken.
0: yeah i Sorry. mean if grayson obviously said what he said in like, straight after the game all he really said was he'll never play for me again and he was obviously kind of quite angry about it but then it doesn't then need to be compounded by
4: he's banned from my house
0: <laughs> by the chairman a week like in the days afterwards he just has to have his his saying as well because he could quite easily just point at grayson if you wanted and just say that was an idiotic thing to say but because they You've got the double team. They both had a go at him. Makes it worse. And that's Ken's job. Yeah. with Idiotic things to say. And now he's on the staff. Yes. He
2: was on the bench, wasn't he, as a makeshift coach for the Bristol game.
0: Assisting scum fan. That'll catch on, trust me. I mean, you hinted at maybe if there was a problem with Grayson, it is interesting that he goes from complete outcast back in the squad, then Grayson gets sacked. Now he's practically manager.
2: It shows an interesting, I guess, a dynamic in the changing room, doesn't it? Um, transfer deadline day. We didn't sell Snoddy. Hooray! Big thumbs up. You can sleep for another few
0: months anyway. Yeah, lose him in the summer, but at least the sun will be shining. The there are all
2: sorts of rumours flying
3: around on transfer deadline day as well, weren't there? They were up to the Birmingham game, and... Blackburn was one, of them Yeah, it? Blackburn at tea time, and everybody point to the fact that if he doesn't play, he would be going. <laughs> if he does play, he would be going at half-time.
2: Do you know, I barely went on the internet or Twitter or anything like that on transfer deadline day. The whole thing is just tedious. But since
4: Grayson was sacked, I've I've tried to avoid Twitter altogether. When I've glanced at it on occasion, it's just really quite a depressing place.
0: A lot of it's just the, sort of the same back and forth arguments, which we'll probably go through <laughs> ourselves in, in a concise in a way. While. That you
4: don't need to occupy you throughout the day.
0: And plus, we'll uh, we'll be able to use more than 140 characters at a time. Good so job we'll for be, you. We'll make fully fo- <laughs> we'll make fully formed <laughs> points with uh, with uh, thesis, antithesis, and uh, anyway, whatever. Right. Um, let's yes, talk- we didn't sell Snodgrass and I'm very happy <laughs> yes, about that. Yes, let's
2: talk about the Smiths. Adam Smith, probably a joke about economics here, but I can't think what it is. Anyways, come in. England- <laughs> I, was, I was thinking
4: something about heaven knows I'm miserable now. But Yes, <laughs> under
2: 21, right back for England. Good reports from MK Dons. Um, <clears throat> who? The franchise people. Thank you. Sorry.
0: We also point out that their opinion isn't worth anything. Okay. <laughs> so.
2: uh, he had a full season in League One with Bournemouth last year. Seems- Unless it's about hockey. Seems to be stepping up and looking decent so far. Good prospect. Maybe if Connolly is done
0: in our squad, Connolly will coach the quality out of him. If all our if all our crap defenders are just going to be assisting Redfern until he gets buggered off, he seems all right. And we we needed a right back. We've been waiting all season for High to turn up, and we got, uh, got Smith instead. Easy to pronounce. Plus, from Tottenham, so he he knows Andros Townsend. They can room together while they're up north. Probably less money. Probably cheaper than Lehigh because Lehigh's played at a higher level. So
2: the other, in. the other Smith, then a fella called Alan. I don't know if you remember him.
0: Used Big to be lips. a football.
2: He used to be a footballer, you know.
0: Big lips, blonde, blonde I think, Bob. Yeah, lipstick. Looked a bit like yeah. Victoria Wood.
2: That's the one. Yeah. Well, he I remember has, now. He's gone to well the other way to the franchise football team around the uh, South Midlands
0: area. <laughs> yes.
2: There's a campaign, you know, to get rid of their... Uh, it's called Drop the Dons. They're trying to make them drop the Dons from the MK, aren't they? Quite
0: right, and then we could just burn the whole football club down. That would be another solution to it. If, we're, if people are tired of them using the name Dons, just close them down. I think that's as far as I'm, all right, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, this is... If all the reasons we've ever said about um, Alan Smith should not come back to Leeds, just add a, yet another one for the list, playing for another scum team. So he's really racking them up. Go and play for Real Madrid next. Go and join the fascists. at uh, Go play with, play for Franco Smith. Get that in before you retire. <laughs> well, so there's probably some police police teams knocking around in the Middle East somewhere. You could go and oppress some more righteous people. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone from just from being an enemy of Leeds to just being an enemy of the all States. right-hearted football fans. Now,
2: anyway, he's gone there for a couple of grand a week out yeah, of his uh, out of his sixty or whatever he's on. So that's interesting that he's gone there for the challenge. If he wanted a real challenge, bloody hell, come back to Ellen Road. That would have been a challenge and a half.
0: Well, one of the most desperate things about this, and it was like, was was it on deadline day or the day afterwards when they had the interview with Grayson that went on our official site that said, "Oh, we've seen that he's gone to uh, MK Don's." So, you know, I know a lot of people wanted him here, but what we'll do is we'll watch how he gets on, and in the summer, you won't. we might. <laughs> We might. Can watch
4: him every week, Simon.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> just might sign him in the summer, and it must have been the day before because it was uh, it was while the season ticket renew- renewals were still open. It seemed like such a it seemed really stupid and cynical. As if you know you, you know you like you like Alan Smith, well you know we might get him in the summer, so you don't want to have to pay for a new season ticket. Renew it now, and we might sign him players may not be signed as well as signed
2: fair play to smithy though for going to the dog botherers and giving the lead salute to them which wound them up no end
0: don't care because he's playing for them he's i've not it...
3: seen it but i heard it that he did that so fair play to him but still we are don't worry about it. where
4: was he playing for them
0: i don't know i believe he, he was signed... given up
3: on the goal thing
0: there was some mention of them of whoever has the, the complete lack of self-respect to manage that absolute joke of a glorified jumped-up hockey team that said he was going to add to their attack. So whether that means they give him a stick or he's going to play for the... the if they What's that game where you've, you've got a stick with a basket lacrosse. on the Lacrosse, Yeah, like maybe he's playing lacrosse. I can tell you they not, don't have a football team down there. I can tell you're sure. not
2: overly pleased with either Smith or the concept of uh, MK Dons, so let's move on. <laughs> And talk about Andy Keogh, who has signed for Millwall on a permanent deal. We didn't now, get why, him.
0: Now, why couldn't Smith have gone to a perfectly respectable, upstanding <laughs> family football club with a little bit of tradition and history like Millwall? Instead, they got Andy Keogh. Instead, probably because he's a better striker. Who doesn't score that many goals.
2: He doesn't <laughs> score that many goals, but he did fine for us, didn't he? He's all right. I think yeah. we'd have had him. We'd have had him if
4: he was cheap. Not on full price. What can you take off him?
0: You could say that about most of the football
2: league. We'd have had him if he was cheap. <laughs> Can we just have a moment's silence for the career of Alex Cairns?
4: Look, he'll get no sympathy from uh, Alan Martin. He's
2: played. Well, uh, He's following been... hot in the footsteps of Alan Martin <laughs> all the way to Barrow. At least, on loan. at
4: least Alex Cairns will always have those two goals he conceded against Blackpool. <laughs> He's gone to Barrow What's on loan. Alan Martin he? got? Nothing. He's got nothing. He's gone on loan to
3: Barrow. <laughs> and, uh, never to be seen again. Poor lad.
4: Well, good luck to
0: him, <laughs> I suppose. Tough. Forgot to check this out, actually, but is Rahubka back? I, oh, I yeah. saw some yes, whisper supposedly. about Tramir couldn't afford to keep him anymore. I know, is...
2: we've, so we've, we've left him off the notes. Yeah, <laughs> probably a deliberate thing or is it just we tried to block him That out? wasn't wages, that was skill. <laughs> we
3: couldn't afford to
0: keep him. You can't afford to have him in the team. <laughs> we just
2: can't afford that sort of risk. <laughs> uh, somebody else who's come back besides uh, Mr. Rohubka is Charlie Taylor. He was off um, at Bradford online. Ch- Charlie
0: Taylor. Yeah, Charlie. He's back inside. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? Charlie Taylor's back and he's looking mean.
2: He had two starts over at Valley Parade and two substitute appearances.
0: And did he cat a brother?
2: Um, don't really know how he got on. I I was trying to wind up my 17-year-old headstrong cousin who I've mentioned sometime previously on the podcast. He's a Bradford City fan. And he said, he's shy. You can have him back. We don't want him. He didn't mention how campy he was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did he speak for all the Bradford City support? We should um, we should have emailed that bloke that we had in the magazine and just said, yeah. we know that you uh, you wussied out of uh, writing that article about how, how much you hate Leeds, but I fancy doing a bit of reporting on uh, on how, how Charlie Taylor did. And if you don't, we'll send Charlie Taylor around.
2: Well, just to show how hideously out-of-date podcasting can be sometimes, we were busy talking about Matty Party Patterson on the last podcast, and in between recording it and saying he might be offered a deal, he was sacked off by the club unceremoniously. So... uh so no, like what, no party antics in our dressing room.
0: Although like what Grayson said. He's shown a good attitude. I'm sure he'll go back to South Africa or, or wherever <laughs> and do well. <laughs> it's, um, occurred, it just occurred to me literally this second that South Africa is where Ken Bates hangs out all the time. I wonder if um, there's a, a connection there that Bates sent him and then that may have been, you've sacked who? Right, so from Matty
2: Party-Patterson on to Ben Party-Parker. We said he'd been spotted alive, trotting, cantering somewhere in the fields next to the M6. Turns out he did go up to Carlisle on loan just after we recorded the last one. A 4-0 defeat in a team with Lubo Mikalic and Tom Tail. What survived, we could have had. Though. He survived.
0: <laughs> it's a 4-0 defeat, but a winner in life.
2: But then he went on to score in a 2-1 victory over John Sheridan's Chesterfield. He scored a goal.
0: I uh, still haven't seen it I meant to try and watch it today on the BBC but I, I may have to light a candle first and just draw, draw the curtains and sit down there Go, was a brilliant, get a big glass of brandy ah, we'll savour this moment
2: there was a brilliant brilliant tweet that somebody sent to me after he scored saying that the Cumbria Air Ambulance had a fly by after he scored <laughs> that really tickled me did that one
0: right okay Leeds players are back on Twitter now Simon's gone oh dear Watch out, Nando's. Did the kids sign up today? Because I think it was Zach Thompson was saying that A.D. White and A.N.O., they they're going to sign up tomorrow. Did you see the picture yesterday of A.D. White with his, uh, his sledge? sledge. Mm-hmm. It's almost as big as him. Bit, I hope they're insured. Well, I just hope they're careful. That's my first thought. When you see A.D. White at the top of a very tall hill with a sledge, he's like, this is one of our really good players.
2: <laughs> it reminds me of Batty. Um, Batty was always told, wasn't he, that he wasn't insured to ride his motorbike and he promptly ignored it anyway, but... Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, never crashed. He wouldn't break anyway if he fell off that motorbike. <laughs> so, yeah, leads players back on Twitter. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll let you know if <laughs> anything funny or uh, noteworthy goes on. Or
0: how many times they go to Nando's. Yeah, it will be Nando's. We on
2: might
4: get more pictures of uh, the snappily dressed Ramon <laughs> and Nunez.
0: Well, he only goes out with uh, Sommer and um, Grella, doesn't he? So Who's the
4: picture of Kisnovo. Grella and
0: Kisnobo? And Kisnolbo's mad staring eyes. I don't think he's really acted well to being injured You've got to remember
2: that the Robbie Rogers is now over here, so that's a little little American clique that's forming. So maybe they'll go out to TGI Fridays all the time.
0: In Um, a leather bow tie.
2: (laughs) Come on, Roman. So when they're not telling us about Nando's, I'm sure it'll all be about um, FIFA 12 on the Xbox or the PS3. Finally then, very importantly, season ticket renewals. The deadline's been and gone already. (laughs) And we're only in February.
0: This was a bit of a litmus test, really, wasn't it? To yeah, say, yeah, very
2: much so. Now, what's interesting in this is that Ken Bates has trumpeted 62% uptake as a good thing. Now,
0: More spinning than dead or alive.
2: Yes. We've worked it out to be about 5,000 people who haven't renewed... 5000 so, of your most loyal customers.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they're just waiting till the summer when they can pay more because yeah. they love Leeds United that much that they'd rather pay the higher price and renew cheap. It's absolutely like robbing the club.
2: Absolute madness to suggest that losing over a third of your customer base is anything but an abysmal thing for any business.
0: And to say it the day after the attendance versus Birmingham Nineteen thousand six hundred and twenty-eight. Which first, I still
2: think was
4: inflated. I think he was counting season ticket holders who didn't turn up. The fo- it looked very poxy, in the attendance?
0: Yeah, the, seen the. Um, I would have guessed it was a couple of thousand less than that. And we've not been below twenty thousand official attendance since February two thousand and ten in League One. Can't even remember who we were playing because I haven't Oldham down. It might exactly. have. It actually yes, it was Category A game against Oldham. Right. Probably yeah. and yeah. well, wasn't that um, the Dickov era? The Dickov days, days of Dickov. <laughs> yeah. So, the, ever, even more reason not to turn up. So you can see there were reasons why nobody came to see us against Oldham. It was expensive. We were playing Oldham. We had Paul Dickov in the team. This
2: probably a step back because everybody. <laughs> yeah, had,
0: yeah. <laughs> we're supposed that's two. We're supposed to have moved on by two and a half seasons, and we're going backwards. Season ticket holders are renewing, but should we talk about this particular quote from Ken? Berry? I think
2: yeah, let's do that.
0: take-up demonstrates that people can see what we're trying to do. We're building a club first and team second. It's like, yes. Ken, that's the problem. No, (laughs) Ken is absolutely, for once in his life absolutely 100% right. The fact that 5,000 people haven't renewed is because they can see exactly what you're trying to do. They can see that you're building a club first and a team second and they're 100% maximum pissed off with it. So they aren't giving you any more money until you stop it and start doing other things.
4: And the things that make a football club are things like league position, trophies, attendance, Hotels and radio stations do not make a football club. They have no, nothing to do with football clubs. No one goes. Oh, Barcelona more than a club. That's because they've got really good hotels. They've got they've got jacuzzis in each room. That's why they're more than a club. It's nothing to do with regional identity or anything. It's just to do with the amount of shits you can bolt on your stadium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had a bloody club, having a club at Leeds United was never the problem. It was the team that had fallen apart as as we' collapsed out of the Premier League and we ended up with Kevin Blackwell and Gary Kelly. We needed to build a team Club was actually not too bad if you you know if you sort the the money out and just balance the books there's no need to then just like keep building crap than then pretending it's a club and pretending it's somehow a master plan and pretending that somehow 62% is a ringing endorsement.
4: It's worth saying that the early renewal figure last year was 80%, so obviously some people did take the later option last year, but even so it's still down.
3: But that was with the price hike as well. Well, do yeah. we know did that
0: the, the 20000 actually then bought their tickets later, or did they just not bother I, think,
4: I think our overall season tickets are pretty much par year on year.
2: About twelve, 13,000,
4: isn't mm. it? But Which was poor in itself that it's not. It, we managed to have a good season in the championship and not grow our season ticket base at all. It's quite an achievement in itself.
0: And now we've had reasonable season in the championship so far and managed to chop 5,000 people off.
4: That's why we've had to sell snowgrass. <laughs> <laughs> fast, whoa, it's the I've, fans. I've just got in the
0: DeLorean and uh, <laughs> fast forward to the summer.
4: And someone was going to come in with some investment as well, but because people didn't review and have been marching and...
0: The, the tweets on Twitter. You know how these
2: things are.
3: The nutters on Twitter. The money's
2: the money's been pulled out now. Yeah. <laughs> Final note on this point then. Uh, Moscow, I know you tend to buy your tickets match by match, don't mm. you? Oddie, have you renewed? I have renewed. For you and all the kids? Not all of them. No. i not
3: fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Michael? Um, I've got the remainders of a 20-year of a season ticket. So. Yeah, but
3: you're lucky because your money doesn't go to Ken.
4: Yeah, I bought it offerman um within this within the last season in a pub and, and part of the reason I did that was also was not only because it was kind of a a good yearly price on it was that I know that money doesn't go to Ken which <laughs> fills me with a little bit of joy
2: I haven't renewed but um I mean as you guys know I I can't make it to all the games um and I've missed more than it's worth for me to renew this season One. so that's about. That's,
4: about that's
3: what the, the difference is. It's mainly a couple of games, isn't it? Yeah, well, Particularly
4: if you're a new applicant in particular, you look at it and you think, I missed two games. I've actually lost money.
2: Yeah, well, this is it. And, it, you know, it's like what it's like for me with work and the kids at home and stuff. And I'm going to miss too many games to, to warrant it. And quite frankly, I, I'm not going to buy into the business model anymore. I'll pick and choose my games and there'll be fewer.
4: The bloke next to me it was actually saying that he is going to renew, but he's deliberately not doing it yet because he says he says I'm not going to dance to his tune. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to leave it make him
2: sweat. What a very Yorkshire thing to do. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's like I know it'll cost me 60 odd quid but I don't give a fuck. I'm
2: going to can wait for it. The Squareball podcast supported by thegeldedend.com. Right after all that preamble, let's talk about the really big news from the fortnight. That is the departure of Simon Grayson, no longer Leeds United manager despite our uh, chat about it last time. Kiss of death you mean. Yes. <laughs> Jinxed him.
0: Nobody could have seen this coming. <laughs> it was coming, wasn't it? I didn't think it was coming this week. Even after the Birmingham result, I just didn't feel like it was enough to do it. And especially having seen the transfer window through. The Birmingham game, I just kind of sighed and shrugged. It's like, eh, Another I'll one bar. of those. Yeah, yeah. That big girl scored four. Move on. It's all right.
3: We get two or three of those games in a season.
0: Yeah. Get over yeah. it. But then there was that... Uh, Ken's coming back from South Africa. And then that was when you kind of, oh, here we go. I doubt Ken saw any of the game. So maybe just woke up, saw 4-1, sacked him.
2: Well, it's interesting because we've seen uh, through the tweets of Mr. Duncan Castles, who we have spoken about before and said he seems to be getting information from inside the club. What's become clear in the days since Grayson has left is that that's pretty much almost certainly the case. And he's almost as good as said it is Gwyn Williams, who's giving him information, because he seems to be able to refer quite comfortably to the stuff that stuff about Williams, shall we say. And it seems that Williams has had some sort of input into Grayson's departure, if indeed Ken's been off, you know. That's not to say that Sean Harvey wasn't involved, but you can see how the... They've all got blood on their hands. Yeah, (laughs) how it's unfolded behind the scenes, if you like, you know, that Sean Harvey's got a role, so has Gwyn Williams, because Ken wasn't there. These puppets that control the club, the owners abroad.
0: Well, that's the thing, I mean, we're already moving away from Grayson himself, but Williams has been here since 2006, technical director, and he's presided over a relegation, our struggles in the third division. And if, again, Duncan Castles is to be believed while Grayson's been here, Williams has had right of veto over any transfer. He says, Grayson says he wants a player. Williams says yes or no. And then Harvey goes and does the deal if Williams allows it. So... so And you say
2: say that we've had really bad time in this last couple of transfer windows. Yeah, and to (laughs) say
0: that um, I mean, one of uh, Ken's big rationales for, uh, for sacking Grayson is his poor record in the, in the transfer window and saying, saying Grayson. He said the only time he said no to Grayson um, was last week when he wanted to buy a centre-half. It's like, well, it could be true because apparently it's Gwyn Williams that always says no to him. But if Gwyn Williams has the oversight on the transfers all through Grayson being there and is technical director of the football side of the football club, how has he still got his job six years after arriving when we've moved, I mean, I guess we were about 10th when Ken arrived in the Championship. We're 10th now. And in the meantime, we spent half that time in the third division. And yet this technical director bloke, Gwyn Williams, ex of Chelsea, lover of Ken, alleged <laughs> lover of Ken, just carries on regardless. And no doubt well, it sounds like he's been instrumental in sacking Grayson probably have a lot
1: of input into the new Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything
0: going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought
1: in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a
0: thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium
2: Wireless. I bet you get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15,
0: just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: You manager, maybe you'll still have right of veto over the transfers, which is why when we move on to the candidates, you can probably knock off Warnock. This is Gwyn. He says who you can sign. Right. No. <laughs> this is Billy Davies. Have you met Gwyn? He'll say whether you can sign. No. Do you think- Paolo Di Canio, this is Gwyn. He'll say whether you can sign the players. Well, I could probably beat him in a fight. Yes, I'll sign. As per Ken's comments that
2: Grayson had taken us as far as he possibly could, do you think they were being fair to Simon Grayson there, trying to be objective about it? I know everyone's very angry, but is there a grain of truth in that, that maybe we had hit the limits of where Grayson could take us?
4: I think maybe there is, but I think you've got to look as well at what had led up to it, that he's been, he's been chipped away at over the past few, well... All this a few months, you could say the past few transfer windows where we failed to back him and that has just made his position at the club so difficult that we've gone through it before loads of times, you know, there's no way he his plan at the end of last season was get rid of Johnson and Kilkenny bring in Michael Brown and Mika Viren. and that was not his plan I, I sell, can't Max sell Max Gradle Sell Johnny Ellison I can't believe that this was ever something he wanted to do so therefore, yeah, he probably is in a position that he can't continue in but and you just hope that a new man will come in and pick him up for a bit. But then eventually those problems will keep recurring because the club's knackered.
3: The other thing was that um, fans are calling for Grayson's bit to motivate that side. And we've seen a lack of, I don't know, not
2: talent, but. I know it means sort of a mixture yeah. of commitment and. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, yeah.
3: Not been getting the best oomph, out of oomph. those players. But oomph. does not motivation come from the top? There's no other chairman in the country. Does the amount of propaganda that Bates does, programme notes, State radio broadcast that just undermines everything Grayson does on a weekly basis.
0: I mean, you can talk about Grayson motivating the players as much as you like. You can probably have him in training saying to Becchio, you know, oh, you're a brilliant striker, you're gonna score loads of goals this season. Then we sell Gradle and Becchio's first thought is Oh, where are all my all my assists gonna come from? Fucking like, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant. Same with Alston going. You oh, no, we're we're pushing on for promotion. We're going to build midfield. It's like Adam, you and Alston really working well together. I'm really excited about how this is going to, oh, we're we're selling Johnny. It's difficult. It is then down to Grayson sort of to try and keep the players, because we were were wondering about Snodgrass last week and whether he would want to stay. And when you've got players who were were thinking, do I even want to be here if the players are all being sold? And then you're saying, well, bloody Grayson can't motivate them. It's it's not as if it's just concentrated to just two o'clock on a Saturday giving a rousing speech. There's more to it than that. And your question about what he taken this, as far as he could, it was interesting to see the reactions to this from outside Leeds and outside Leeds United because every football pundit who's expressed an opinion all seems to have gone, Simon Grayson did a brilliant job there. The constraints he was working under, it seems like nobody in football can criticise the job he's done it's like well, you were on I'm pointing at Dan with my pen were on Radio <laughs> 5 last week for your that's giving your ill-considered ill-mannered <laughs> sick pot <laughs> opinion um, and then they went straight from that and they went to it was Phil Brown who obviously tanning expert Mark Lawrence and another well-groomed gentleman. And they both immediately just said, can't believe they sacked him. It's like, oh, what did they expect? How did they expect Grayson to do any better? Did magnificently with the resources he had. It's 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 a it's an automatic response, anybody in football. Going back to
3: Howson, you can't even keep your captain. Howson was the one player that Grayson played every single game. He made him captain at, what, 21? Was it 21? When
4: he was, away, he was a teenager. <laughs>
3: So he put a lot of responsibility on House and shoulders, and then we can't even keep him or we don't want to keep him. Well, that's
0: why I'm going to say it was an outright lie when Ken is uh, saying that it was all down to Grace and the house and was sold. He's saying Grayson allowed it, he said the deal was okay. But I'm sure he probably had Harvey and Williams, Ken on a conference call, all saying, two million quid, he's not going to sign his contract. Do you want to keep him? We've accepted the offer. He's going in
4: we'll- your pot. Yeah. All right, because I've got this defender. Click.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure if he was just left to a normal, cold footballing decision, do you want to keep house Yes, I want to keep house Well, you can't. Do you still want to keep house He'd have preferred to have kept him
3: last year and make him sign a new contract then rather than wait till...
0: Well, that's the desperate thing. <coughs> when you wonder about whether he's taken us as far as he could, the question would be how far he would have taken us if if you look at all the good players we have had over the course of his time here. We'd never let Delph go. We've kept Beckford. If we'd kept Gradle, keep Kilkenny and Johnson. I mean, Kilkenny's gone sideways and down, but Johnson's doing all right in the Premier League, although I did hear about a pub full of Norwich fans moaning about him in their games against Sunderland, which sounded hardly <laughs> easy. But, you know, and keep House and, and add Snodgrass, Becchio. And if we'd have kept them together and had the momentum coming from League One, there would have been less need for a lot of the crap players that Grayson signed and big black mark against players like Brown Vernon looks pretty poor and Rahub <laughs> Um so he's bought these bad players but generally because his good players have gone and he's had to do something if we just have been able to just stop constantly Well, the, the, let's
2: look at it this way the player churn is not healthy no. for a team that's looking to push on and allegedly get promoted. The churn of players every season is not, it's not a way to, to do it, is it? We know that.
4: The way I think I've said on the forum about the way we buy players is almost like we're, we're getting penny shares that we're just buying a lot of people in the hope that some of them are good and you've got to, but you've got to accept when that's your method, you're going to get a fair amount of crap as well, which is what we get. And then, but then we get rid of the good stuff. We're stuck with the crap stuff. So we're left with a load of dodgy investments on our books and all the, all the good ones have gone.
0: I mean, why did we sign Billy Painter? Because Beckford left. Yeah, so if we just have kept Beckford, and now Billy Payne is going to be a drain. If we can't get rid of him, it'll be a drain on the wage bill for four years. Just kept Beckford for two. We could have been in the Premier League. The good news is
2: it was a three-year contract.
0: So we'll give him an extension. (laughs) (laughs) I won't be surprised. Is it perhaps the case then that it's
2: hard to separate out Grayson's genuine managerial ability from the amount of spin and hypocrisy and lies that comes from above? Is that... One of the chief problems and why we've seen such an angry reaction to what's happened.
0: Well, the reaction is mental, really. I've never known a manager get sacked, and almost universally, even the people who didn't particularly like Grayson have still looked at Bates and it's gone. What have you done it now for? And there it was, was never. sneaky you
4: the timing with it just after the transfer window. Was it was massive. It was sick. like he's he heard the door, the door shut on it, and he's gone. Right, can't sign anyone else
0: now, which so even, is a shame. So even the people who wanted Grayson to go are still thinking, well, if you'd done it a month ago, yeah. fine. Doing it now, you're an idiot. Hugely and,
2: cynical, isn't it? As well with the, with the season ticket. It's almost like you look at the season ticket renewals, the sale of house and the fact that they didn't want it to come to light now. So you suspect with him being injured, that would have been left until the last day of the month or yeah. the 1st of February. And uh, Grayson being fired as well. It's, it, it all It's all very convenient and very cynical.
0: And from the fans' point of view, it's not like there was ever... Managers normally go... After, I mean, look at Steve Keane, who has somehow survived through a whole season of, of people basically wanting to fight him. Uh, at Road, there's never been a proper grace and out chant. There's just been grumbling and moaning, but people basically saying he needs to pull his socks up and do better. Nobody's actually, well, very few people have actually come out and said he needs to get sacked. We're gonna to have to redouble the protest against Bates because we never got a chance to have a go at the manager. <laughs> that was, would have enjoyed. it. I mean, the Blackburn fans look like they're having a right old time. You hire a plane, and you know, you wave your fist at him from behind the dugout, and you can throw chicken at him, and all this sort of stuff. We didn't get to do a damn thing. It's like probably morning after the Birmingham game. A load of people wake up saying, "Right, this is it now. We're going to start the campaign against Grace, and this is going to be brilliant." Lunchtime, he's on the phone saying, "Yep, so we're all going to get together and we'll uh, we'll we'll get some organized. What's that? He sacked. Oh, for fuck's sake!
2: We know Leeds United sometimes make it easy for us to have a go at them, whether it's deliberate or it was an accident. The wording of the statement, <laughs> it just seemed very classless, didn't it? Uh, Leeds United of today dispensed with the services of Simon Grayson and his coaching staff.
0: He's not Pez. He isn't a Pez. Leeds United are not a Pez dispenser. You see, Pez dispenser. <laughs> It's just dispensed with the services.
2: (laughs) That's the sound of a man washing his hands, I think.
0: Got rid of them. Just, oh, just, no. And then, and then Ken has his say. Did Uh, we talk
4: about the budget last time?
0: Yeah, we did. We did. It
4: it bears repeating, I think, (laughs) that he still wants to spend, his plan was to spend a third of all our money on football. Just worth remembering that. That's the man that's that's running our club is that he spends a third of the money that we put into it on football. The rest Um, can go on other stuff.
0: Part of the contract, from a football fan's perspective, is I will pay these high prices because I believe you're going to reinvest it in players and I can come and watch them play because now I've got this season ticket, I can come and watch them all the time. So you take that money... And go and spend it on some good players so I can come and enjoy watching. Yeah, but them. For, that,
2: for that is all I want. Yes. <laughs> A football team.
0: Yeah, but the, the renewals letter stated that he
3: wasn't gonna do that. And that's I'm, why I'm stupid enough to have fucking bottom. So. That's why
0: <laughs> That's why five thousand people have been bright enough not Who to. Who hasn't me.
4: enjoyed watching that cladding goat though?
0: <laughs> oh, and the so let's while we're talking about financial constraints, this bloody Tihery Henry business. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's just the same, isn't
0: it? We may as well just read I'm a little bit disappointed when Simon said after last night that he was working under financial constraints. Jesus. (laughs) Nearly 30% over budget on players' wages and people are... Some of the fans were banging on about loan players. Uh who scored the winner against us when we played at the Emirates? Girlfriend. (laughs) 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 I think it was a loan player, wasn't it? Plus tax. (laughs) So I've had Thierry Henry's on loan. He says, it's not a question of how much you spend on the transfer fee. Were we in for him, were we? Were we in for Thierry? It's the quality of the player. He's a free player, free transfer. Ken spends every second state radio address and every programme telling us that free players on free transfers are not free. He does it in the same damn thing here where he says about... If you sign a player, if you wait, go back two paragraphs, if you sign a player on a free transfer, say on 500k a year, which we taxes is 600k a year, and give him a three-year three contract, you're coming 1.8 million. So that free player costs 1.8 million, and yet Thierry Henry apparently costs nothing. <laughs> so why did we sign Billy Painter? and spend £1.8 million on him when we could have had Thierry Henry for That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken has looked at this, he's weighed it all up, and he sacked Simon Grayson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's talk about his possible successes then, because we could go around in circles a, We this. did
4: this the other week, and it was depressing then as yeah, well. Yeah, um, We've got a bigger list of
2: to go through this time well his current his current Uh, incumbent is 46 year old Neil Redfern from Dewsbury Um, oh yes bit of a journeyman
0: 850 bit of a journeyman I want to read out this list (laughs) 850
2: (laughs) appearances in his career so should we take should we take eight clubs each
0: (laughs) 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 we could do one each one each Dan you start Bolton Wanderers Lincoln City Doncaster Rovers
4: Crystal
3: Palace Watford Oldham Athletic Barnsley. Charlton Athletic. Bradford City. Wigan Athletic. Halifax Town. Boston United. Rochdale. Scarborough. Bradford Park Avenue. Stockbridge
0: Park. Steels, Frickley Athletic. Bridlington Town. Emily. Salford City. 851 appearances from 1982
4: to 2008. That's a long career. To be fair to him, he's not... Quite as much a journeyman as this as this appears, because a lot of those clubs, according to Wikipedia, he just played question mark. Right? <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's, uh, he's carried on playing till he's too old to be playing as well. Realistically,
0: yeah, I mean it's a little bit unfair to say Salford City, like including Vancouver Whitecaps with Lorimer and Harvey, but um, but then nearly 300 games for Barnsley. I Suppose that's where he made his mark.
2: Does Neil Redfern offer the credentials that we're looking for in the next manager?
0: He offers um, odds he's, of he's twelve worked. to one when we put twenty quid each <laughs> on. So I'm very much in favour of uh, Neil Redfern being appointed,
3: and he's likable. Whereas most of the people on this list aren't.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the names. I mean, even some of the favourites are I mean, Lee Clark, I like Crackers, like War, War, that... Warnock's Crackers, Brian Robson. No thanks, Steve Bruce. No thanks, Billy Davis. No thanks.
0: Who produced this list? Who put this in our notes? Who doesn't like Man
2: United? I I, I, I emboldened the Man United players,
0: yeah. Bolded all the scum I didn't
2: include um, Gordon Strachan in that, because he's
0: one of us. Well, of course, he's not a scummer. But yeah, Roy
2: Keane, no thanks. Ince, Solskjaer, Bruce, Robson. There may be some more that I've missed.
0: The the
3: talk of Paul Lambert
0: coming, because he's
2: bound to come and drop a division. (laughs) Yeah, having got Norwich up there and having the time of his life. Yeah, (laughs)
4: Vinnie Jones, 150 to
0: 1. Billy Jones. Put the
4: house in money on Vinnie Jones, 150 oh, Vinnie to one. Oh, Vinnie Jones. Give him that money to spend when you when you eventually employ him. He'll have a massive
2: pot to spend. And interestingly, Andy O'Brien, at one time, about to be cast out into the wilderness.
0: Now only 50 to one. Yeah, no, it, amazing. Equal odds there with um, Sheridan, who would have thought would be... I'd take Shez. I'd
2: have thought Sheridan would have been...
0: He's doing maybe. all right at Chesterfield. Admittedly, they lost to Carlisle and let Ben Parker score. but yeah. He's um, serving an apprenticeship. And yeah, David O'Leary at 50 to 1.
2: Oh, oh no, thanks. Well, Sven certain- won't come
0: because, I mean, the the big considerations are a uh, Radiantich isn't on there, but he's thrown his hat into the window. He was a European managerial legend, apparently with a, a new agent. So as soon ah. as his job's come off, I think he's thrown in the air. Oh, Radi will do it. That'd be good fun. Radiantics. It'd be different. But the but again, the problem is how much. We never. We've a disaster. Always,
4: it's worth mentioning, but it'd be different.
0: <laughs> we've always mentioned about the uh, wages we don't pay players how much were we not paying Simon Grayson what do you think he was taking home a week or five he, he grand?
4: secretary
0: because <laughs> <laughs> hey. most of these you can probably cross off I mean Dave Dave Jones has, uh, has been on I mean he worked for Ridsdale so he want money Brian Robson um, he'll not paying in Malaysian whatever the currency is but has all Sean these people Dyche,
2: has Sean Deitch been mentioned at all um <laughs> Do you think he? I mean, if, if only we could speak to him, we could ask him.
0: Actually, I've I've got his number. I could I could <laughs> ring him.
4: Oh, it's a soundage. I'm not available to take your call at the moment. But your name and number, and I'll try and get back to
1: you. We a
2: drink. <laughs> 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 Oh, my days. <laughs> the um,
0: marvellous thing about that is we, didn't, we genuinely didn't rehearse it. we have got to grab this water. <laughs> I thought this was an answer phone. Sean? Sean? So, yeah, it'd be interesting what, to see how this one pans what out. What this list
4: does is point you back in the direction of Redfern, because at least we know he's... We don't know for sure... <laughs> He's a dickhead. <laughs> he never played for scum. And we don't know for sure that he's a bad manager. Cause like you say, his record is with struggling teams anyway. So maybe it'll all be all right.
0: And we do know it'll be cheap. What I thought you yeah. were going to say was that this list points us back in the direction of Simon Grayson. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> there is that. Compared to a lot of this lot, we could just do a simple pick one. Simon Grayson or Lee Clark? Grayson. Uh, Simon Grayson or Steve Bruce? Grayson. Grayson or Di Matteo? Mm, maybe Mateo Grayson or Friedman. Friedman's not going to leave Palace Friedman, uh, Grayson or Strachan Oh
4: dear we are, we're, all, we're all worried about yeah. Strachan aren't we
3: yeah. Yeah. Grayson
0: or Keith Hill. Grayson Nice line in an anorak
3: The other thing is that um, a lot of players know Redders they know him day in day out of pitch, all Ross so McCormack's
0: that's... been uh, fellating him in <laughs> the evening post today <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah it's a change of direction for the paper but <laughs> circulation's been down Redfern's circulation's been uh, heading in one direction um,
2: so what do we think then chaps let's wrap this bit up where do we go from here <laughs> that's the sound of Michael banging his head on the desk
4: it, it just, that's where I am with Leeds United right now I hate you
0: Well we, we haven't said enough about the fact that whoever comes in can't buy anybody
3: We're, say it again then
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just reiterate the fact that, I mean, there. that's why you cross Warnock off. You can't sign a player whether Gwynn will let you or not. It's just, I mean, that's why it'll end up being Redfern, I think, is because nobody else is going to come into this job when they can't even do anything apart from work with the bunch of wasters that that, that are currently in the team. <laughs> We look at Redfern's team selection, just bring in a lone and stick Pew back in for another lone knee. It's not nothing radical and I think he got the same result Grayson would have done. And I think any manager who comes in is just gonna to have to do all the things that Grayson was gonna do anyway. So it's not really like an opportunity for, say, Alan Kirbishly to work his way back into football by working a miracle because he will want to sign a player and he can't. Most managers, as soon as the transfer deadline's shut, well they put the put the feet up and say, oh, I'll get some T V work till the summer. So let's see what comes up then Nobody's going to want to take over Leeds United when Ken Bates is the chairman Grayson's been treated like crap And the transfer window's shut And poor Hupka's come back <laughs>
2: One of the names in the frame for the Leeds job inevitably was going to be Gus Poyet. Well, he is coming to Ellen Road 11th of February as we take on Brighton. There was a bit of a ding-dong game down there at the American Express Community Stadium. Can we expect the same again this time? Probably plenty of goals. Maybe not all
3: hours.
0: I don't know. I was researching Brighton and came to the conclusion that they're a bit mundane. Are they 12th? Something? They're sort of where we are, 10th, 11th, 12th. Decent form. Score a few goals. And I kept look. I kept rearranging your. Know, you can get the league table and organize it by goals scored. They came up to like tenth. Goals conceded, like about eleventh. So home record twelve, away record eleven, and this just They're very mid table. I think Craig McHale Smith's top scorer hasn't scored in a while, and he's got like nine. You know, just quite a mealy. I know what you mean mealy because they had the sort team. of
2: momentum of coming up, and they've got the new stadium. They've got their expensive signing, Mikhail Smith, and it's all just plateaued a little bit, hasn't it? I think
0: they're probably very happy. They're not plunging straight back down into League One. They're probably not going to get promoted, but you know,
4: done well compared to where they were even a few years ago. But going back further, when they were getting kicked out of the ground and all that, they're doing all right. I think. I think most Brighton fans will be.
0: Most Brighton fans will be very happy. Most fans, when Brighton come to visit, probably a good job. The tickets are eighteen quid for this one, which is good. Actually, I bought two. And I had a momentary panic because I bought two tickets on the website, and then when the receipt got emailed through and it said um, 36 pounds, I thought, "Shit, I've forgotten to get my mate one." <laughs> and it told me what, and then I had to do the maths, and I like, oh no, okay, I understand now. I had a momentary panic that it was too cheap.
2: I well, did Category C to see Craig Michael Smith.
0: It's Not scoring,
2: it's rubbish. Well, he's, at, he's completely out of form at the minute. He hasn't scored in ages.
0: Yep, uh, has he met um, Darren O'Day? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Soon will do. He'll shake his hand as he runs
3: past him.
0: Anything else interesting to say about these? lot? That's the ori- the return of the original Casper. It'd be nice to see him back at um, at Elland Road. And he got he was out at the time. Did they get who did they sign on loan? It was somebody odd, but and he was out of the team for a while. But he's got back in because you can't. There's no denying who did quality. They sign? He'll get a good reception up until the point when he bangs his studs against the goalpost again. Nothing used to wind me up more. Um, it's a very shrill noise. It, it, there's something about the way he does about it. About
4: MK Don's goalkeeper banging his studs.
0: They just, it makes no sound. It doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like none of their players have reflections. You can't expect them to, <laughs> to make any, In any sound. In the case of Luke
4: Chadwick, a positive <sighs> thing.
0: So that's it'll be uh, it'll be nice to see Casper. It'll be nice to see Gus. It'll be nice for Redfern to to start his permanent career as manager um, at home.
2: Fantastic! Right then, another nemesis of yours, Mr. McSheffrey. We are going the, back to the uh, the beauty of Coventry. What's their stadium called? The Rico Arena. Ricoh. Steve it? Harper.
0: Oh, it was yeah, the Newcastle <laughs> guy. Steve Harper went to. Brighton and did he get injured again? Or something. So. It's going to be. That's like a career down there, down the tubes. He's probably a very rich man. His, uh I imagine Mike Ashley pays reserve goalkeepers in just bags and bags of sportswear. Gary McSheffrey, on the other hand, speaking of bags, bags of shit. That is <laughs> Valentine's Day. Bottom might, of the league as well. I might go down this and give him a kiss.
2: We'll get a good look at Klingon anyway because he's strongly rumoured as always. That's over now. Well, I think we'll get him in the summer. No. I do too. Is He's free in summer. Free in the isn't he? summer. I if we, we do
0: him. end up, well, to make a serious point, if we do end up signing Kling in, in the summer, it proves that Williams is in charge. You think? Because I can't imagine Grayson leave, leaving, and then
2: I thought we established this when we signed Anthony Elding after we changed managers and we McAllister did it with came in. she won
0: as well. in for him. So it's it we just,
4: really go back in for the good ones,
2: don't we?
0: Because. <laughs> the whole reason you sack a manager because you want to take a fresh approach and say right so we've we've got rid of Grayson and we've brought in Dan Petrescu who apparently has a huge buyout clause so he's, don't put any money on him so he's going to bring in he's got loads of contacts all through Europe we're going to have the cream of Russian and Romanian football beating a path to Leeds United it's going to be a whole new era and our first signing is going to be Lee Sammy. Trundle <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to, be, it's going to be the same player we've been failing to sign for months. So, clinging. You
4: get a player in the end when the contract runs out
2: <laughs> and the team's relegated. Well, look, they're free. Coventry, it's bloody awful, going down. They're in a yeah. mess. They've got no money. McSheffrey,
0: um, uh, top scorer, joint top scorer with Deegan. Danger, the two danger guys, three goals each. Hot to trot. Hot
2: we'll, trot, Will even our defence be okay against uh, such a, a stellar strike force? Should be.
0: Yeah, we'll be fine. let get O'Brien back.
4: They've lost um, their best player as well, haven't they? Djutkovic,
0: I believe he's called. Where did he go to?
4: Somewhere. They sold him.
0: <laughs> Actually, they've been all, they've won a few games at home because the Rico Arena is, you know, one of those threatening cauldrons of football.
4: There were some good clips of their fans uh, protesting the other week and shoving police about because they were trying to eject some people. It was quite pleasing to that see. That
0: was quite exciting, wasn't it? They, they all uh, piled in.
4: Um, a mini revolution.
0: The, yeah, they all went um, flying down the steps and sort of landing on top of each other. And There was a point where one guy sort of gets up and he, he's landed on top of a copper and he kind of helps him up and he's kind of like, oh, are you all right, mate? And then suddenly sort of realises what it's in. Hang on a minute. And then they just start pushing <laughs> each other again.
2: And after Coventry, we face Doncaster back at Ellen Road. We... Tonkton pretty much 3-0 when That was in the uh, early days of the Dean Saunders
0: revolution. We can't even patronize them anymore, can we? We can't just pat them on the head and say, "Oh, lovely Doncaster. Sean O'Driscoll plays the right way. Got a chairman who's a bit of a wanker, but at least, you know, he uh, he, he he kind of he's he's got a bit of love for the club and paid for Billy Sharp." They've just gone mental. Madness. Willie Mackay. Well, if Gwyn Williams is the is the dark lord behind Leeds United, Willie Mackay at Doncaster Rovers
2: Interestingly Willie Mackay had his, uh, his hand very firmly at Ellen Road didn't he when Peter mm. E was in charge and so we got Solomon Alembe and all the various French and African French uh, footballers
0: I was thinking about this at the weekend because I noticed Blackburn have signed a French striker on loan from like I think Bordeaux reserves and it was a sure sign to me I mean, this is hardly an outrageous claim, but Blackburn are definitely going down because as soon as you sign halfway through the season, and I'll bet it's Willie Mackay, his phone number's, oh, I've got this lad, he scored. And his figures will always be, oh, he scored four in nine over like two seasons. And he'll be one of these strikers who wears, like the Robbie Rogers, he'll wear six or he'll wear three like Jean at Sunderland last season. And it'll be, no, this is the great guy. He's got a lot of pace. Like Picayune at, at West Ham. These, and all the players who kept pitching up at Portsmouth. French reserve players who have been convinced that they are athletic. They just need a run in the team to get scoring and they're pacey and they're French. It's the Cantona model, but it doesn't work for anybody else. That's the other thing for this theory, this system, is you've got to be at risk of relegation. William Mackay gives you a Frenchman, then you definitely get relegated.
2: Look, Doncaster are terrible. They're the second worst away record in the league. And William Mackay's taking a fortune <laughs> yeah. from them. And there's some sort of bizarre science experiment going on there with footballers. We're he gonna, does, we're he does beat
4: share, He but, shares a chapter in Broken Dreams with uh, Ken Bates.
0: William Mackay? He does. They don't share a chapter. They, well, no, they,
4: I mean, they, in, in the, they share they, a chapter in that book. They, they both have chapters, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say.
2: No. We're definitely going to win. Definitely going to win
4: We should Which makes you realise What a knobhead's trick it was To sack him now (laughs) When he's got all these Easy games coming up
0: Yeah Bristol Brighton Coventry Doncaster No reason he couldn't have Taken 12 from 12 Absolutely and then look Absolutely winnable.
2: winnable, very winnable, yeah. Automatic place. But the problem is, well, I said it's not a problem if we start winning, but if we if we do start winning, it then vindicates the decision, doesn't it, in a way? Well,
4: no, well, no because anyone,
2: <laughs> I, I could win these games if I was in charge.
0: I mean, look at what Redfern call me
4: Normas or something.
0: <laughs> look <laughs> at what Redfern did to beat Bristol, put the same team out just with a low knee. It's...
4: And he got the have two men sent off. I know Grayson was constantly beating ten men, but even well, he didn't dream of nine. The... We should start picking which players they're going to have sent off.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Brighton Duf, I think Deewf, Deewf. Deewf, Deewf. Uh, Deewf uh, will go. McSheffrey will go, and mm, don't know about it. Brighton. Casper Casper's got a bit clipping,
4: of the clipping McCormack's heels. As he, as
0: he handball outside the box, he'll he'll repeat what um, McCarthy did the other week. I can see, except he'll complain. Whereas McCarthy just went off. I can see Casper, and it's so unfair.
2: Well, the moaning about. Um <laughs> Grayson's dismissal dovetails nicely into the villain of the fortnight. Not just any villain of the fortnight. This is the Ken Bates villain of the fortnight award. It's an award that we hand out to somebody who has contributed to the ongoing misery of being a League United fan on a fortnightly basis and we should put some nominees into the ring this time.
0: Ken well, Bates anyone? We always nominate Ken Bates yeah. because he always does something to deserve it. We've got um this week it's uh we've had morons, we've had sick pots, We've had dissidents. We wondered where we'd go next. It's nutters now. Nutters. Add that to your list. If if you've got uh, nutters, then uh, write in and <laughs> claim your free meat voucher. And we'll be, we'll be playing again next week. So uh, predict the insult with Ken bloody Bates. I mean, because Sean Harvey put the actual statement out. I assume Sean Harvey also told uh, Simon that he was losing his job, and then Ken just swanned in the next day on the phone to Fry have oh yeah, you disposed there. of them yet
3: <laughs> good
0: kill them <laughs> so Ken's in
2: and do you want to nominate Sean Harvey as Harvey's well Harvey's in as yes. well yes. And, party
4: I'm, I'm, I put Williams on the list as well for avoiding all criticism but given we spent about 10 minutes slagging him off and all his shit players he's brought to the club well, he can stay on there, but we've given him we've given him due criticism. I feel.
0: I bet he's he's not listening.
2: Anybody think we should nominate Nikola Zigic in this for repeatedly scoring against our children in the back four?
0: Yes, and just for a girl's name circus act. Um, and, and he'll need never more, do need that More again. money
4: than he ever deserves. So.
0: And he'll never do anything like that he again. He just earns
4: money because he's big, which isn't fair.
0: Do you not earn it?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is your uh. Lack of earnings down to your small
2: size.
0: <laughs> I've read those studies too. Apparently your little finger is... is anyway.
2: Um, I think we should probably nominate some of the uh, people who've been chucked in for replacing Simon Grayson. One name that does spring to mind, the Governor Paul Innes, for daring to appear on that list of... Uh, Sky
4: Sports at one stage even reported he was favourite.
2: Well, we we'll he them. will never be a favourite at
4: Ellen Road, <laughs> ever. Which I was actually considering not... Even though I bought this millstone of a season ticket... <laughs> I was planning on not going if he was in charge.
0: We we may as well take them all out at once. Paul Ince, Brian Robson, Steve Bruce, Roy Keane, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. I'm going to throw Mike Phelan in there. Clayton Blackmore. Neil Webb. Don't know if he's got any coaching experience. Paul Parker um, as well. Who William Prunier. Um, Laurent Blanc. (laughs) Who's
4: that that mate at Canton as they got in on loan? He was
2: shit. Yeah,
0: Laurent Blanc. All of them. Any, Brian any, Kidd.
2: anybody who's Manchester. Kidd, United, yes, Manchester United connected. Then let's say that. Yes. So n- no. With so, time, time.
4: Strachan in that as well, sadly, because
2: we don't
0: want. Him no, as no, manager. Strachan's fine. Strachan... No,
4: not as manager. No,
0: we don't want him as manager, but we don't group him in with that. That's, lot. True. That's true, and he's certainly not a villain. Look, time is ticking on, so
2: let's go through the nominees. We have got Ken for just everything, um, Sean for being party to everything.
0: It says utter spin, no nothing, spineless is the key word here. (laughs) Gwyn
2: Williams for also being party to all of it. Nikola Zigic for daring to score past the children in our defence and all the Man United nominees.
0: Alan Smith, put him on there as well. We don't want him as manager either, especially after this flirtation with The Void.
2: Uh, That's quite a lot of nominees, I'm not going to repeat them. Who's winning? Can we have Bates winning? Not really, Mm. no, that's kind of the unwritten rule, isn't it? Harvey, sure, yeah, He's Harvey. the nearest one to Can I get a joint winner,
3: Harvey and Williams?
0: Harvey yeah. put his name yeah. to uh, the statement that said we had dispensed with his services.
4: <laughs> he does look like the Nazi fella from uh, Indiana Jones
2: as well. He does. Yes, he does. He adds so a
4: sinister edge to it. <laughs> you
2: know? We'd just like to make it clear for the record that Sean Harvey is in no way involved in any national socialist activities. Although he may have an arc and indeed a temple of doom. We don't know. <laughs> That's the East yeah. that the, That's
0: the pavilion was also going to be called Sean Harvey's Temple of Doom.
2: <laughs> Congratulations, Sean. The non-award is not in the post. Right, on to any other business. Do we have to say thank you to someone? John Atkinson, thanks for giving me some chocolates at the Ipswich game. A man, you say? A man. Proof, if ever it were needed, that we are indeed a broad inclusive church. I'll indeed. accept
0: chocolates from a man. I don't know why you're making a big deal about that. I would have accepted chocolates from a man if Oddie had brought them here.
3: Yeah, so not only did I forget them on the last podcast, I've forgotten them tonight, but we best say thank you to John anyway. Thank very, you, John. For uh, for the gang who produced the, quote, brilliant podcast. And did, who are we to argue? Did he give them to, them, to them to the wrong people? <laughs> Obviously.
4: I also have some chocolates that I've forgotten. So um, <laughs> thank you to Katie Burton for those. Um, she brought but, them from New Zealand, didn't she? Uh, I, yes, they, they are in my cellar at the moment. <laughs> and how long have you <laughs> had those? In the cellar? Uh, yeah, they're just in my general square ball selling bag. With all the oh, bodies? Okay yeah okay. gotta keep the kids quiet with something
2: uh, finally I think we should give a quick mention to League United Supporters Trust and tell people to join up really I think because numbers have now swelled past 2,500 members haven't they in the wake of everything that's gone on recently at Ellen Road got a protest march coming up on the day Before of the Brighton the, game isn't it
0: it's not against the Brighton <laughs> <game. laughs> we not protesting against having to play Brighton not like
2: Brighton <laughs> <laughs> Too coastal, um, yeah. On the day of the Brighton game, there's going to be a march from is it City Square it's, to Ellen
0: Road. Yes, is it half past one? Yeah, something like that. Meeting in City Square, and then it's not a long walk, and you'll have a lot of company. And um, it means that when Ken Bates slags it off on the radio and in the programme, that'll be you he's talking about,
4: and anything he's against, probably good.
0: And, and even if you don't, uh, if you're not up for the marching, then um, the other things that the trust do. Uh, are doing, they've put a statement out today because Ken said last week that if people want investment in the club, then they should uh, put their money where their mouth is, and that includes the trust. So they said today, All right, then, well, we're active, they're actively looking for investment now. If somebody wants to come along and work with them on trying to to claw a little bit of our football back, back from Ken Bates, somebody with a bit of cash will do it. So they've got those kind of things brewing.
2: I think what's important to mention as well is that in the recent football governance report that was put together by the government and responded to, they did officially recognise the Supporters Trust movement as the vehicle through which this whole independent supporter representation should move forward. So it's government-backed and endorsed. So it's worth joining up just for the sake of having an independent voice. Whether
4: you like what they've done so far or not, it's the best we've got. Yeah, and so I think join up, and if you don't like it, then get involved. They're nice people; they'll listen to you. If you don't, if you disagree with what they're doing, I'm sure they'll—they
3: uh, won't uh, slag you off.
4: They won't. Yeah, they start. won't. They well, won't not, release statements calling
2: and, you a moron. Or and anything. not only that, it's democratic as well, so you can change it from within. That's the that's the important thing to and say. Just, isn't it?
0: I think what you said is important because I think a lot of people miss the facts. they just look at Lee's night supports for in isolation and don't realize that it is actually licensed by supporters directly, who have government mandate, and that for all the times that Ken Bates slags them off in the programme, says they don't represent anybody, it is moving towards a fact where the football authorities and the government are going to force people like Ken Bates into actually taking supporters' trusts seriously. And so the one that leads United that will be taken seriously, whether Bates likes it or not, will be lost. <laughs> <Which, laughs> but um, but that's that's where, where whatever is going to happen will happen. And the only way to a part of what happens is to be a member, which is free, um, or you can be a shareholder as well and chuck some money in, which I think is 15, 5, 5 quid for the year. Right, 5 quid a year. And you get get a uh, share
3: for that, but you don't even have to pay that. No, you can 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 join join for for free. free. Ken likes free. The thing is, if you didn't renew your season ticket because you're angry with Ken Bates and you want to make a point,
2: sign up to the trust. Let's get as many members on there as we can. Yeah, and it's just about a case of proving that the the so-called minority is not indeed a minority, that there are a lot of pissed off people who yeah. who want some sort of voice so why not?
4: It'd be nice if the trust members ever, at some stage, outnumbered the number of season ticket holders. That'd be a nice tipping point. Yes. There's only a couple
2: of thousand off, as it exactly. is it? So. <laughs> right, and listen, we've got to wrap things up. So I will say final plug for our magazine, handful of copies left of Issue 6 that came out versus Ipswich. Issue 7 will be out for the Doncaster match. You can get paper copies and digital copies online via the squareball.net.
0: And you could write something for it if you wanted.
2: Indeed, yes, there is space in our magazine for your contributions. Here we are uh, an open open organisation. Send stuff in. We, we might print it if we've got room. We'll have room. Even if you're an angry Bradford fan. Indeed, and you can get all the details of stuff like that on the website. That is the squareball.net. So we will return after the Doncaster match, where, of course, as part of Redder's army, we'll be marching on towards promotion Without Simon. Sorry about that, Simon. Yeah, we'll But with be, some uh, cash in our pockets indeed. from the bet that we've just put on. Indeed, yes. So uh, we will be back in a fortnight. In the meantime, do send us an email to podcast at ball.net. You can reach us on Facebook or you can also tweet at the SquareBall. And that is all done for this one. So goodbye from me. We are now dispensing with you three. Dispensing. Bye from Michael. Moscow. Redfern out. And Oddie. Moscow out. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. We will speak to you again in a fortnight. We will see you then. Bye-bye. The Squareball Podcast, supported by
0: thegeldedend.com.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50